Hard Beef, Bearded Carcast, Big South Conference semi-final edition. Winthrop has punched their ticket into the Big South Conference tournament finals. All we await is who the Eagles are going to play. And Big, where. And where. Who and where. Winth who, where, time, and score. Winthrop was really good against Gardner-Webb tonight. 78-66 was the final score. And so often you hear that adage about the deeper team, the more veteran team, the tougher team wins at tournament time. And while Winthrop's defense throughout Pat Kelsey's tenure has been more good than bad, they're top 10 in the country in scoring. And we think about offense in the second half of today's game with Gardner-Webb. The defense was absolutely stifling. It was amazing. And what it did was it made shots difficult for the Gardner-Webb offense. And Jaheim Cornwall had a, you know, he had a terrific game. I mean, he played lights out. But, you know, in the second half, it was Justin Turner who was taking a lot of the shots and kind of stymied us. But, you know, some of that I think is a credit to Winthrop's defense. And Cornwall had 24 points. I'm just trying to double check here how many he had in the first half. He had 14 in the first half. So they limited him to 10 second half points. It's pretty good. And offensively, while Cornwall was good for Gardner-Webb, Hunter Hale was better for Winthrop. He was 6-14 from the floor, made four threes, four of eight. But it was the 12 of 13 at the line because Winthrop's Chandler Vaudrin, who had 14 points and was driving. I mean, he, he did a great job, used his 6'7 his, uh, frame, had six assists, five rebounds. But he was atrocious at the free throw line. He was just 2 of 11. But the better team won the yeah, game. Yeah. Winthrop had more. That was attrition. Winthrop just wore Gardner-Webb. Well, and that's the thing. Gardner-Webb's best player for last year and for a lot of this year was dismissed from the team or chose to leave at the beginning of February, and they had been better without him. All of their metrics had been better, but it really made them thin. They, they had six, seven guys, and they were pressed for 40 minutes yesterday against UNC Asheville. One of their players appeared to be injured today. Yeah, yeah, Jameson, Eric Jameson looked like he kept holding his, uh, his left side, his rib maybe. Yeah, so it was a close nick and tuck game for 15, 16, 17 minutes. Winthrop spurted out and led by seven at halftime, but they threw the knockout punch in the first five minutes of the second half. And it really was the defense that we just talked about led to offense. And, you know, you did have some of the secondary guys making some big buckets. You know, Kyle Zunick had a big three in the uh, in the second half. And Josh Ferguson didn't really have a great game, uh, the four-year Winthrop senior. And he was, you know, 3 of 12 from the floor. But he finishes with 13 points. And when you look at the game he had yesterday when he scored 17 points, first time in his career, yesterday was the first time in his career it went through four years that he scored double figures in the tournament. And right, now he's so done back-to-back -back games. It's either Hampton at home. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Yeah, they just got... We got a Hampton toner Hampton is leading Radford 39-34 <laughs> at halftime, and they are having a toner issue. We got a issue. toner issue. We and had that, that in the first that's game. That's been a reoccurring trend. It is. Well, you know what? You know, once is forgivable. Right. <laughs> but I, I don't know what to say. Well, and it's a different spot, right? Because on Thursday... It was in the middle of the page. Yep. It was the three-point yeah. and the free throw. And this is 
on the, on the last thing on the last all year to be playing their best this time of year, and clearly the people running the printer for the Big South Conference haven't. Yeah, I mean, you got to have that toner ready to pop in there. A hundred percent right. So would you rather play the championship game at home against Hampton, who you lost to at home, or the championship game at Radford, where you won during the regular season? It seems obvious you want to play at home. Winthrop had a better conference record on the road than at home. Yeah, and they're playing well. They've had two good games here at the Deadman Do Center. Do you believe in a home field advantage? I think for a championship game, I would I would take that. Like, I yeah. anecdotally do. Like, Winthrop won the championship game at home in their one victory under Pat Kelsey. They lost in road and neutral sites several times. But And, and Wayne Gretzky used to say home ice was worth a goal a game, which is a tremendous amount. But if you look at the numbers, home field, whether it be in the NFL or in college basketball, is diminishing in value. And this year in the Big South Conference, home teams were only 54 and 45. So like, yeah, you want your fans there. You want to play at home. You want to sleep in your own bed, all those things. But I don't know that it's worth a tremendous amount. I would say in this case, because what happens in the Big South, this is the last year, next three years, they'll do a neutral site in Charlotte at the Bojangles Coliseum. I think in this case, you do want to go home. Um, now, both teams will have to travel. and Ostensibly, both teams will sleep here tonight and drive tomorrow. But it's just one more day of, you know, you're in your, your environment. Both teams have to travel, but Winthrop, has a deeper team, so I think that kind of plays into their strengths a little bit. If you're playing Hampton, the two dudes they have, yeah. Jermaine Merrow and Ben, ben Stanley. Stanley. Yeah. I, I mean, I've heard They're 20 point scores each. Multiple people who I really trust that know basketball think Ben Stanley's a potential NBA, NBA player. player. Yeah. He is an undersized big, but he can face up and shoot. He can drive. He's built like a cartoon character with muscles yeah. everywhere. Right. I mean, it's like a triangle, like the, the shoulders being at the, the, I mean, the flat end. Merrow is your traditional, really good, low major, mid major player. He's a guard. He does everything. He's a good passer, a terrific scorer he had. He's got 22. Now, we're taping this at the halftime of the Radford Hampton game. He's got 22 of Hampton's 39 points. Right, and Stanley has 14. I mean, they've got two guys. The rest of the team has three total points. But those two guys are good enough. Those two guys have taken 20 of their 27 shots, made 14 of their 15 field goals, and that's not abnormal. They're the only team in the country with two guys averaging 20 points a game. That is a really, really, really hard thing to guard. Winthrop has two elite defenders. They aren't generally on the court at the same time. That means one of those two guys is being guarded by a secondary option all the time. And they're going to be, you know, this is game's probably going to be close, we would think. Uh, and four of the five starters for Hampton have played 20 minutes already. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? And Winthrop's, and Winthrop's a tempo team, so they have depth, they have talent. They have, they now, have remember, Hampton is the only team in the league that tries to take advantage of Winthrop sending four guys to the offensive right. glass. I've been talking about this for a couple of years now. Winthrop has become an elite rebounding team. Top 10 in the country rebound margin. Top 10 in the country offensive rebounds. And I've always said, eventually... Some team is going to say, we're going to get the ball, we're going to go out, we're going to beat you in transition. And teams are so nervous about giving up offensive rebounds, they tend to send an extra guy to the defensive glass, they get the rebound, they're just glad Winthrop didn't get it. Hampton's coach Buck Joyner 
does not care. He's going to send his two or three guys to the glass, and if Winthrop's chasing the ball and they don't get it, they are box, Off the board, yeah. run at the rim. Yeah. So, like, it's a really interesting matchup. It's a really interesting chess match. And then if it's Radford, the team's almost fought. Like, like yeah. not, not like, oh, well, you're just saying that. They almost came the blows the first time, that, the last time they played. Yeah, there was an incident. Something was said, and maybe a gesture was, was what we heard. was Maybe there was something to that. And then a technical was assessed to the, uh, the Radford bench. And Mike and Jones was suspended for the game afterwards. The was, coach right, of Radford right, was right, suspended right. Well, there was, there was some, Something happened, and then the, the two head coaches, Pat Kelsey and Mike Jones, started to come toward each other at, at center court. I mean, you said it during our post-game show on the radio tonight that that's – the game that the storybook is about. Yeah, the yeah. two best teams in the <laughs> right. league playing for a third time. Carly Jones, Radford's best player, is a baller. I mean, yeah. hit the game-winning I mean, shot of the year. in yeah. the championship game as a freshman, a buzzer beater. He's a baller. He wants the ball, plays with great confidence. Radford's chippy. They are ready for a fight. Like, that's a fun game, too. It's going to be interesting because the other storyline to that is is. Radford and Winthrop won on each other's home court. Yep. So it wasn't you, on your court. It was on the other team's court. So, yeah, Radford's going to have something to, to prove if it's here. They'll probably have this place packed to the gills. There's nothing better than the championship game. I I, I don't care if it is the eight-year-old CYO game or it's the ACC championship game or it's the Super Bowl. Whatever team it is, they have worked all year long. Didn't your son Play. Yeah, they played in the championship football game this year. And, yeah, and how, they won. how psyched up was he? How ready to go was he? I have done. Oh, he was he was ready. He was ready. And though, but it's, what's interesting is the kids that he goes to school with. I was talking to one of the coaches before, you know, a couple of days before the game at practice, and he said, "I don't understand this group." He's like, "They're motivated, but they're not like out of control." So it's like they're kind of even. It, it's like what what you what sports teams. Coaches always say like they're, but these kids are like they're even kale. They, they they wanted to win, but it, they didn't get it. It didn't get too big for them. And then when it gets to the professional level or the high level collegiate, all the time you've put in for months and yeah. months, right. it then comes to fruition. And somebody wins and somebody loses. But yeah. national TV is cool. It makes it feel even bigger. And, and for you and I. We grind through the entire yeah. year. Well, you know, I have the championship game on Huddle if you want to watch it. Oh, great. Well, uh, maybe. At the hotel tonight. Yeah, fantastic. That, that sounds great. We'll be up late, so <laughs> yeah. you can just put that on yeah. and we'll enjoy it. Yeah. Did you broadcast it? No, uh, but I was the uh, I was the videographer. It, are there, is there any audio? Uh, just net, net sound, nothing. No. Because this is a podcast and you can't see us, you can guess we're at a basketball game that we just broadcast. We're wearing suits and ties, or I actually am wearing a, a sport coat and slacks No, no, tonight. I'm wearing a suit and tie. You're wearing a sport coat, jacket, shirt and tie. Right, but next to us is the Hampton radio yes. team. I've never seen a radio team where both members are wearing hats. Maybe we need to think about that next year. I tell you what. You know, I'm, we could probably get, like, Adidas-branded bearded car cast hats. Well, I, I, I'm more into the fedora idea. Well, no, you like the, like the Irish scally cap. That the gentleman directly to your left is wearing. I think it's a yeah. good look. Yeah, uh, it's uh, yeah, scally cap is what I we don't. The play-by-play guy just has a baseball hat. He on. Just, I, I mean, it's just that's your, not good. Your enough. traditional white hat with blue bill. Right. I'm not into I mean, that. That you know, you can get that anywhere. Right. But but 
the, the fedora. Fedora now. The fedora yeah. would be maybe like you could do the fedora. I, I I'm follically challenged. So yeah. so maybe that's the look. No, you need like a cowboy hat. Oh, by the way, what do you think of Travis Fields, the uh, senior for Radford? The best way I can put it is he kind of looks like he's gone with the Princess Leia of if you uh, Star Wars fans are out there. Yeah. Again, follically challenged and probably don't I mean, know. Kinda, yeah, it's, I don't even know how to describe it. He looks like Mickey Mouse. Yeah, Mickey Mouse is. Yeah. I mean, he's got the yeah. those two. Yeah. And it's great. It's awesome. I, Looks I great. absolutely yep. love it. Yep. Yep. Okay, that's the podcast. That's the podcast. That's part B, and uh, maybe we'll do something Sunday, part C. Like it. And we'll uh, we'll call it call it all together. You can email the show beardedcarcast at outlook.com. Follow along at beardedcarcast. Listen on Stitcher, iTunes, and SoundCloud. So part two, part B. We're we're done. We'll talk to you later. <laughs>